The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Wednesday is here. The week is half down, half to go. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Today is Wednesday, July 19, 2023. Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is Saint Arsenius the Great. He was born in Rome in 354 and was the tutor of the children of the Emperor Theodosius I. At that time, Arsenius was a Roman deacon recommended for the office by Pope Saint Damasus. He served at Theodosius' court in Constantinople for about 10 years, then became a monk in Alexandria, Egypt. He inherited a fortune from a relative and studied with St. John the Dwarf and became a hermit in the desert of Egypt. In 434, he left and went to the Rock of Tro near Memphis, Egypt, and to the island of Canopus near Alexandria. He died at Tro in 450. St. Arsenius the Great pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. God, you know the desires of our hearts for authentic peace, justice, and love. I offer you my prayers, thoughts, words, actions, joys, and sufferings today, together with Jesus, who continues to offer himself to us in the Eucharist, who continues to reveal himself to us in the poor, the oppressed, the marginalized, the unborn, the most vulnerable in our world. May your Holy Spirit be my guide and strength today so that I may be a witness to your love, your justice, and your peace, and to the sanctity of each human life. Together with Mary, our mother, sister, and friend, she who carried the Savior in her womb with all the communion of saints, and with all of us who offer ourselves to you for the good of others today, we pray. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that Catholics may place the celebration of the Eucharist at the heart of their lives, transforming human relationships in a very deep way and opening to the encounter with God and all their brothers and sisters. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. Ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, we know that you are the second person of the Blessed Trinity and And we know that there are three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Every day we start out making the sign of the cross. We start out Mass that way. We start the Rosary that way. We start the Blessing Before Meals that way. And and saints and theologians have written treatises on it. and, And for all that, we don't really see all that deep into what it's like to be a trinity of persons. In today's gospel, we get to peek a little bit 
into that inner Trinitarian life. Because we see you, Jesus, talking to your Father. And not just talking to your Father, which we see you do in various moments, but but in the version that St. Luke tells of the Gospel of today, which comes from the Gospel of Matthew, in St. Luke's version, he includes the little detail that you rejoiced in the Holy Spirit and said, I give you praise, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Jesus, you rejoice in the Holy Spirit, and you speak to your Father, Lord of heaven and earth. How do you begin? I give praise to you, Father. Now, the the Greek verb that St. Matthew wrote down to say, I give praise to you, could equally well be translated as, I give thanks to you. Regardless, it is a verb of praise and thanksgiving. Jesus, come to think of it, so often when I sit down to pray, I immediately begin to, to ask you for something. And that's a good prayer. You want us to ask you for things. Sometimes I complain about something. And that's also a good prayer. Because you prefer us to complain with you than to complain to other people or just in general. And anyways, a complaint is, is often an act of faith in kind of a sad disguise. But it's an act of faith. But Jesus, when you are speaking to your Father, rejoicing in the Holy Spirit, you give praise and thanksgiving to the Father. How often do I begin my prayer with praise and thanksgiving, with a list of the things that I'm grateful for today? It's not necessary to give praise and thanksgiving every time we pray. Jesus himself doesn't always give thanks and praise when he talks to his Father, as we see in the Gospels. But here he does, speaking to the Father, rejoicing in the Holy Spirit, this little glimpse of the inner life of the Blessed Trinity. Jesus begins with praise and thanksgiving. Although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. When we think of a father hiding something from his children, one image that comes to mind is the game of hide and seek. Grown-ups don't want to, to play the game of hide and seek. It seems to them to be silly or a waste of time, childish. But children love hide-and-seek. They love to go looking for dad who hides away somewhere. And dad loves to be found. 
he hides himself, but in such a way that, that he can be found. Jesus continues, All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Jesus, it, it's as if you were describing yourself as childlike here. You say that your Father has hidden these things from the wise and the learned and revealed them to the childlike. And then you say that the Father has handed over all these things to you. You, Jesus, are the epitome of childlike in the eyes of God. That God has revealed everything to you. God has handed over everything to you. You know the Father because you are childlike. You are the Son. When a son of God prays to his divine father, he doesn't need to ask for things at first. He can begin with thanks and praise and be confident that his father will give him what he needs. I remember once I was walking through a park and a young couple walking along, pushing a stroller and about three or four steps behind their little daughter. She must have been maybe two years old, maybe three. She was following behind them, and all of them were eating ice cream. Mom and Dad each had their cone, and their little daughter behind had clearly finished her cup of ice cream. Her hands were covered in chocolate, melted chocolate ice cream, her face as well, her beautiful green dress just as stained, and she held in her hand the little white plastic spoon. She held it up and followed behind her parents, yelling, I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. I love you, Daddy. In her little two-year-old mind, she was probably also saying, thank you. I love the chocolate ice cream, Daddy. Once her dad finally would have realized that his daughter was following behind him, he would have seen her taken her trash, washed her face and hands, and then later on, at one point, washed her dress. She didn't need to ask him to take her trash. She didn't need to ask him to wash her face and hands. She didn't need to ask him to wash her dress. He just wanted to hear her say, I love you, Daddy. Thank you for the chocolate ice cream, Daddy. And he would take care of the rest. We want to be childlike sons and daughters of God. We want to be like you, Jesus. We want to talk to your Father with that same confidence, with that same gratitude, with that same awe. We want to be innocent innocent and trusting. We want to recognize ourselves needy for you, dependent on you. We want to be inquisitive and curious in finding you and learning more about you. We want to be imaginative so that we can delve into the things of God which go far beyond the normal limits of this world. We want to be like those little children to whom the kingdom of heaven belongs. We ask Mary, daughter of God the Father, mother of God the Son, 
to teach us to rejoice in the Holy Spirit and to pray as children with praise and thanksgiving. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's plenty more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin this liturgical day in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Forty years I endured that generation, I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship before the Lord our Maker. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy. 
there is truth. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen ones I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David my servant, I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord? Or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the counsel of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Paper and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King, in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David, my servant, with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him, and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my Father, my God, the rock who saves me. And I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. 
I will keep my love for him always. For him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, he was was born of David's line. Once for all, I swore to my servant David, his dynasty shall never fail. Once for all, I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod, then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun, like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on earth. In this, you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty shall never fail. When we listen to your word, our minds are filled with light. It is the lowly heart that understands. From the first book of Kings. As Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard in Jezreel next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria, Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard to be my vegetable garden, since it is close by, next to my house. I will give you a better vineyard in exchange, or if you prefer, I will give you its value in money. The Lord forbid, Naboth answered him, that I should give you my ancestral heritage. Ahab went home disturbed and angry at the answer Naboth the Jezreelite had made to him. I will not give you my ancestral heritage. Laying down on his bed, he turned away from food and would not eat. His wife, Jezebel, came to him and said to him, Why are you so angry that you will not eat? He answered her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Sell me your vineyard, or if you prefer, I'll give you a vineyard in exchange. But he refused to let me have his vineyard. A fine ruler over Israel you are indeed, his wife Jezebel said to him. Get up and eat and be cheerful. I will obtain the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite for you. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and having sealed them with his seal, sent them to the elders and to the nobles who lived in the same city as Naboth. This is what she wrote in the letters. Proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people. Next, get two scoundrels to face him and accuse him of having cursed God and king. Then take him out and stone him to death. His fellow citizens, the elders and the nobles who dwelt in his city, 
did as Jezebel had ordered them in writing through the letters she had sent them. They proclaimed a fast and placed Naboth at the head of the people. Two scoundrels came in and confronted him with the accusation, Naboth has cursed God and king. And then they led him out of the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent the information to Jezebel that Naboth had been stoned to death. When Jezebel learned that Naboth had been stoned to death, she said to Ahab, Go on, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he had refused to sell you, because Naboth is not alive, but dead. On hearing that Naboth was dead, Ahab started off on his way down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. But the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Start down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He will be in the vineyard of Naboth, which has come, which he has come to take possession. This is what you shall tell him. The Lord says, After murdering, do you also take possession? For this, the Lord says, In the place where the dogs licked up the blood of Naboth, the dogs shall lick up your blood too. You have found me out, my enemy, Ahab said to Elijah. Yes, he answered, because you have given yourself up to doing evil in the Lord's sight, and I am bringing evil upon you. I will destroy you and will cut off every male in Ahab's line, whether slave or free man in Israel. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his garments and put on sackcloth over his bare flesh. He fasted, slept in the sackcloth, and went about subdued. Then the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Have you seen that Ahab has humbled himself before me? Since he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his time. I will bring the evil upon his house during the reign of his son. The word of the Lord. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you who are fickle. Mourn and and weep. Humble Humble yourselves before before the Lord. You condemned the just man and put him to death, and he offered no resistance. Mourn and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. A reading from the treatise On the Mysteries by St. Ambrose Bishop. You were told before not to believe only what you saw. This was to prevent you from saying, Is this the great mystery that eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor man's heart conceived? I see the water I used to see every day. Does this water in which I have often bathed without being sanctified really have the power to sanctify me? Learn from this, that water does not sanctify without the Holy Spirit. You have read that the three witnesses in baptism, the water, the blood, and the Spirit, are one. This means that if you take away one of these, the sacrament of baptism is not conferred. What is water without the cross of Christ? Only an ordinary element without sacramental effect. Again, without water, there is no sacrament of rebirth. Unless a man is born again of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. The catechumen believes in the cross of the Lord, with which he too is signed. But unless he is baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, he cannot receive the forgiveness of sins or the gift of spiritual grace. The Syrian Naaman bathed seven times under the old law, but you were baptized in the name of the Trinity. You proclaimed your faith in the Father, recall what you did, and the Son, and the Spirit. 
Mark the sequence of events. In proclaiming this faith, you die to the world. You rose again to God. And as though buried to sin, you were reborn to eternal life. Believe then that the water is not without effect. The paralytic at the pool was waiting for someone. Who was this if not the Lord Jesus, born of a virgin? At his coming, it is not a question of a shadow healing an individual, but truth himself healing the universe. He is the one whose coming was expected, the one of whom God the Father spoke when he said to John the Baptist, He on whom you see the Spirit coming down from heaven and resting, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. He is the one witnessed to by John. I saw the Spirit coming down from heaven as a dove and resting on him. Why did the Spirit come down as a dove, if not to let you see and understand that the dove sent out by holy Noah from the ark was a figure of this dove? In this way, you were to recognize a type of this sacrament. Is there any room left for doubt? The Father speaks clearly in the Gospel. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. The Son, too, above whom the Holy Spirit showed himself in the form of a dove, and also the Holy Spirit, who came down as a dove. David, too, speaks clearly. The voice of the Lord is above the waters. The God of glory has thundered. The Lord is above the many waters. Again, Scripture bears witness for you that fire came down from heaven in answer to Gideon's prayers, and that when Elijah prayed, God sent fire which consumed the sacrifice. Do not consider the merits of individuals, but the office of the priests. If you do look at merits, consider the merit of Peter, and also of Paul, in the same way as you consider the merits of Elijah. They have handed on to us this sacrament, which they received from the Lord Jesus. Visible fire was sent upon them to give them faith. In us who believe an invisible fire is at work. That visible fire was a sign. Our invisible fire is for our instruction. Believe then that the Lord Jesus is present when he is invoked by the prayers of the priests. He said, Where two or three are gathered, there I am also. How much more does he give his loving presence where the church is, where the sacraments are? You went down into the water. Remember what you said. I believe in the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Not, I believe in a greater, a lesser, and a least. You are committed by this spoken understanding of yours to believe the same of the Son as of the Father and the same of the Holy Spirit as of the Son. With this one exception, you proclaim that you must believe in the cross of the Lord Jesus alone. The one who comes after me is greater than I, and I am not worthy to carry his sandals. He will, he will baptize you with, with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Cease to do evil and learn to do good, says the Lord. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Let us pray. O God, who show the light of your truth to those who go astray, so that they may return to the right path. Give all who for the faith they profess are accounted Christians, the grace to reject whatever is contrary to the name of Christ, and to strive after all that does it honor. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen.
Jesus offers a prayer of praise to the Father in today's gospel coming up in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we witness the Lord praising the Father for the way He works. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. I thank Thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that Thou hast hidden these things from the wise and understanding, and revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, and you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Once we begin to follow Christ, He is nearer to us than we can possibly imagine. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. Often we have reflected on God's mercy, how he chose to become man so that man could, in a sense, become God, sharing in God's very life. The sanctifying grace which we receive in the sacraments and as a reward for our good works identifies us with Christ and makes us sons in the Son, since God the Father has only one Son, and it is only in Christ that we can attain to this divine filiation. We become united and identified with him. As members of his mystical body, as St. Paul wrote to the Galatians, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. So when we turn to the Father, it is really Christ who is praying in us. When we deny ourselves something for him, he it is who inspired this detachment of spirit. When we try to bring someone back to the sacraments, Our apostolic spirit is a reflection of Jesus' zeal for souls. Our work and our sufferings complete the works and sufferings which our Lord took on for his mystical body, the Church. Think of the value which our daily work and our sorrows assume in this light. The interior struggle which brings us with the help of grace to be conformed to Christ also moves us to have this mind among yourselves which was in Christ Jesus. And this in turn makes us more children of God, so to speak. In the ordinary way, one cannot be more or less the son of one's father, though one could be a better or worse one. In the supernatural sphere, the holier one is, the more one is a son or daughter of God, not just a better one. This is the real goal of the Christian life, a constant growth in divine filiation. Our Mother Mary is the perfect example of what divine grace can achieve when it is fully availed of. No one, excepting the sacred humanity of our Lord, was ever closer to God, and no created being could ever become the daughter of God, the Father, that she was. 
Let us ask her to make us seek the counsel of the Holy Spirit who will get us to imitate Jesus. Under his influence, we will feel the pressing need to turn to the Father at all times, but particularly at Mass when we address him as Most Merciful Father in union with the sacrifice of his Son. We will think of him as our Father, calling him Abba, anointed as we are by the Spirit of his Son who cries out, Abba, Father. He will also make us feel the hunger and thirst for God and for the glory which were so apparent in his incarnate Son. The Father also receives glory from our growing more like his only begotten Son, who by the power at work within us is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's keep on praying. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give Give joy joy to your your servant, Lord. Lord. To To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all day long. Give joy to your servant, Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. 
In the day of distress, I will call you, and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. Show me, Lord, your way, so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart, and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame, that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give Give joy joy to your servant, servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion sinners are in dread, trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly, who spurns what is gained by oppression, brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who who speaks the the truth. Let us celebrate with joy 
in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his strength to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp, with the sound of music. With trumpets and the sound of the horn, acclaim the King, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned, and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us us celebrate celebrate with joy in the presence presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the book of Job. Naked I came forth from my mother's womb. And naked I shall go back again. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We accept good things from God, and should we not accept evil? The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Speed my steps along your path according to your will, O God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Incline my heart according to your will, O God. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, 
for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Show us your mercy, Lord. Remember your holy covenant. Christ nourishes and supports the Church for which he gave himself up to death. Let us ask him, Remember your church, Lord. Remember Remember your church, Lord. You are the good shepherd who has given life and light today. Make us grateful for these gifts. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Look with mercy on the flock you have gathered together in your name. Let no one whom the Father has given you perish. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Lead your church in the way of your commandments. May your Holy Spirit keep her faithful. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. Nourish the church at the banquet of your word and bread. Strengthened by this food, may she follow you in joy. Remember Remember your your church, church, Lord. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, As daylight fills the sky, fill us with your holy light. May our lives mirror our love for you, whose wisdom has brought us into being, and whose care guides us on our way. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.